0: It's time now for the complete story of public news and information feature of BOT
1: Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich BOT, with today's <laughs> complete story.
2: Yeah, Hey, Rich, how are you today?
1: Well, I'm doing great. <laughs> is that right?
2: Well, that's good. Yeah, the father and son team, one is the old, old, old guy, and the other one is not so old.
1: <laughs> well, I'm glad to be on the team. But you know, Rich,
2: ever since Bot Radio Network was first started, 57 years ago, uh, that's when I was a lot younger, that's for sure. I think I was 29, 29 or 28. And I had a vision. I had an idea. But I've learned over the years, never, never, never pretend that you are something you're not. Just be ordinary. Just be—my ordinary, I don't mean without distinction— but don't try and put on airs, as people say, just be a common man. And when I heard Carol Robinson recently had recorded that, I really liked it. I like the beat. I like the sound of it. I like the words. So let's start out with that. Here it is.
3: I'm just a simple common man, an ordinary common man. I know the world don't really care, but I've I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire Wherever I go Whatever I do I'm just as common As a plain old shoe But in God's eternal plan He chose a common man When Jesus came to set us free He became a common man like me I'm just a Simple common man An ordinary common man I know the world Don't really care But I've got Eternal life Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me A millionaire I don't fit in With the modern days I like those good old-fashioned ways. And you don't have to pretend when you've been born again. You can be just what you are when Jesus comes to live in your heart. I'm just a simple common man, an ordinary common man. I know the world don't really care, but I've got eternal life. Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire I'm just a simple common man An ordinary common man I know the world don't really care But I've got eternal life Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire That makes me me a millionaire.
2: Mm. Uh, You know, that's really something to think about. Well,
1: Well, Dad, I love that. There's just two kinds of people in the world the lost and the saved. And everybody comes to Christ the same way. The same way. Through the precious blood of Jesus.
2: And then hopefully, as they live their life, they will find their purpose. And their purpose may not be what God had in mind for somebody else, but it's their purpose, just as just as they are distinctive with their own fingerprints, and everything else about about them, as God created them. Uh, to find the purpose for which you were created, and don't try and be somebody else. Now, uh, Paul Harvey, many years ago, man alive, I, I can't remember. I think he did this maybe like thirty years ago. Can you imagine? Because with everything that's happening now, it's coming up to warp speed. I've never seen so many people try and twist what someone else has said to make it to make it appear as though what they said was evil or bad or anything else. Everyone is trying to twist and turn and make somebody else look bad. And you know that's exactly what Paul Harvey recorded about maybe 30 years ago. Paul Harvey said if he were the devil and he'd he'd studied the Bible, he'd read the Bible And he thought, well, if I was the devil, this is what I would do. And if you listen to what he said and compare it with today's news and the things that are going on, folks, let me tell you something. Maybe it starts with the abortion question, for goodness sakes. For goodness sakes, is there no regard for innocent human life? Is it only to be treated as a commodity? Is it only to be treated as something that's a throwaway, that's a matter of choice? Uh, honest to goodness so it really starts with a lot of things that are just taking on to warp speed now But everything is ends up with Not others me first what I want first and what's good for me as I perceive it to be anyway This is what Paul Harvey said here. It is if I were the devil if I were the devil if I were the prince
0: of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree the so I'd set about however necessary to take over the United States I'd subvert the churches first I'd begin with a campaign of whispers with the wisdom of a serpent I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve do as you please to the young I would whisper that the Bible is a myth I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old I would teach to pray after me, our father, in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey,
1: good day.
2: Why uh, doesn't that speak to this very moment, doesn't that speak to this very week in which we find ourselves now, Rich?
1: No, he's been doing that for a long, long time. but you know, yeah, the, but the you know devil what? It's picking has the up same... speed. Oh, it does. It does. Well, it's a spiral downward.
2: You know, one of the things I believe is happening, because I was pondering, as yes, I had the nicest visit with Tom Minnery, who is retired now from many years ago from Focus on the Family, and Tom and I were talking about what has happened during our lifetime. And I said, one of the most noteworthy is that the media cannot contain any longer what people think or say or know about there was a time when the media had the people trapped, and the only thing the people knew is what the media cared to tell them. And now that is wide open. And I'll tell you, Katie, bar the door, because mm. there's a lot of stuff coming on the media that are, that is not wholesome, not helpful, not anything at all. But but maybe maybe the freedom to speak once again. Maybe that's why it was uh, enshrined in our constitution: the freedom, the freedom to speak. Uh, and not be held back. Now listen, we have some listener comments before I get further into the program. I want the people to hear. Here's a lady who says she's thankful for Bot Radio Network. I am very thankful for your radio station. It is a blessing in so many ways to many people and has been to me. I just pray that God keeps blessing you and that you keep the faith and stand firm. Thank you so much. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I thank that. you, dear lady. Mm-hmm. What would your? What oh, you say, keep Rich?
1: the faith and stand firm.
2: <laughs> That's right. Keep the faith and stand yeah. firm.
1: You know, Dad, I was thinking about what, what Paul Harvey said about the devil and yeah. and the lie of the devil. The tactic of the devil is the same throughout the generations, and that is to get people to question the Word of God. When the, when the devil said to Eve, the serpent said to Eve, hath God really said? Yeah. And when we question The authority of the Word of God in our lives, that's when we start to go off track, and it spirals downhill from there.
2: Tell me this. How many churches today are questioning the authority of the Word of God? How many Christian so-called Christian colleges and universities no longer say the Word of God is our authority? And on and on and on, but that's just the way it is. Now, here is a lady. uh, Her name is Brandel, B-R-A-N-D-E-L, I think it is. Let's hear what she says. Hi, my name is Brandel. My husband and I and our five sons live in central Missouri, and I love BOT Radio because it reinforces to my children the truth of God's Word. And in a lost and dying world, um, I need all the reinforcement I can get to um, just tell my sons the truth of who God is and what Jesus has done for us. So I am so appreciative for BOT Radio and all that it does for my family. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you know, Rich, we want to be an encouragement to every local church in whatever community people listen to us. Because you need your local church to find friendship and community and strength and affirmation. Not that you need that to become a Christian or to even be a Christian, but the Bible teaches that,
1: right? Absolutely. Christian radio listening is not a substitute for your local church, but it is a supplement to uh, what you can get in church. And we want to encourage all of our listeners to be involved in a healthy, well-balanced, Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching church.
2: I was looking through our archives recently and of course billy graham in my generation um, was the one that reached more people for christ and god used him so much from the time he was a very young man till the day he died and even after but billy graham had a message a short one five things god will judge us by and as I listened to that again, I thought, isn't that, isn't that profound? Five things God will judge us by. Here it is.
4: God knows your sins. You you can't hide them from him. There's no use trying to cover up. You see, the first big cover up in history was Adam and Eve. They tried to cover their sins with fig leaves. Every man that's ever committed a sin has tried to cover it up. But we cannot cover from the x-ray eyes of God. He sees, he knows, and he's going to judge us. You say, well, Billy, I'm feeling fine. I haven't been judged yet. Ah, yes, but that day of judgment is yet to come. There's going to be a future day of judgment when everything you've ever done and everything you've ever said and everything you've ever thought is going to be brought to light. And God has his computers and he has his cameras and he has it all stacked away and it'll all be brought out. Even the thought processes of your mind. The Lord says by the Lord actions are weighed. All the ways of a man are clear in his own eyes, but the Lord weigheth the spirit. The nation, the world tonight is being weighed. You are being weighed in the balances of God. Our sins are great in the eyes of the Lord. And we're being weighed in his balances. And many thinking leaders believe that the handwriting is already on the wall and that judgment is already beginning to take place. But God weighs us as individuals. What's he going to weigh us by? What's on the other side of the scales? You see, here's the scales. Here's you and here's what God weighs you by. First, he'll weigh you by the Ten Commandments. How do you stand up with the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not murder. All of these are taken in the Ten Commandments. And the Bible says if we offend in one point, we are guilty of all. If you've broken one commandment one time in your life, it's the same as breaking all of them. Well, you say, well, of course I've broken at least one or two of them. Well, then you're guilty of all. And that's the reason the Bible says we're all guilty. That's the reason Jesus said, you that are without sin, pick up the first stone and throw it at this woman taken in adultery. None of these religious leaders could do it because we all have sin have sinned and come short of the glory of God and all are under the judgment of God then not only are we going to be weighed by the Ten Commandments but we're going to be weighed by the law of love Matthew 22, Jesus said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments, said Jesus, hang all the law and all the teaching of the prophets. It's all summed up in love. you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul? And do you love your neighbor? Now your neighbor means anybody that's in need. Jesus taught that in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Anyone who's in need, you love that neighbor as much as you love yourself. That's what Jesus said. We're going to be weighed by that law. Thirdly, we're going to be weighed by the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Psalm 89, for who in the heaven can be compared unto the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened unto the Lord? Isaiah said, to whom shall be likened to me and make me evil or equal and compare me, that they should be like me. God says, be ye holy for so I am holy. If you don't, now Jesus Christ was the only righteous and the only holy man that ever lived. And if we don't live like Jesus and live as good as Jesus is, then we come short of God's requirement and God's expectation when you say, Billy, who in the world can live like Jesus? Nobody. That's the reason you all have to say, I'm a sinner. God is going to weigh us by Christ. He's going to weigh us by the Ten Commandments. He's going to weigh us by the law of love. But he's also going to weigh you by your works. Those sins of omission that you weren't even conscious of. In Matthew 25, Jesus reminds us, For I was a hungered, and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty, you didn't give me anything to drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't take me in. I was naked and you didn't clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you never came and visited me. But the people will say, Lord, where where did we see you naked and sick and in prison and thirsty? Then he answered them this way, inasmuch as you did it not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. Now that strikes every person in this arena and we come short and then Jesus pronounced judgment. He said, those that are guilty of the sin of omission and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous unto life eternal. You say, well, Billy, I'm sort of devastated. How can any of us weigh out? We can't. Jesus said in Revelation 3, I know your works that you're neither hot nor cold. I would that you were hot or cold. So then because you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth, he said. Listen, there are going to be a lot of people that are gonna miss heaven that you think are gonna be there. And then fifthly, he's going to weigh us by our opportunities by our opportunities to whom much is given, much shall be required. He said, think of living in America with all of its advantages, a church on almost every corner, a Bible in almost every hotel room, millions of Bibles available, the gospel by radio and television. Think of living here. He's going to judge us by the opportunities we had. Think of the Christian literature that's available at bookstores. And we don't take advantage of it. To whom much is given, much is required. You say, well, Billy, even on that score, I I can't make it. No, but the glory of this whole thing is that there is a gospel And the gospel is good news to people like you who are sitting there saying, well, I'm guilty. The good news is that God sent his son Jesus Christ to the cross to die for you. And God took those sins of yours and those failures of yours and laid them on Christ. He became sin for us. Now he said, the just and the righteous are going to get to heaven. How am I going to get a justness and a righteousness of my own when I don't have him? I'm a sinner. I don't weigh enough to get to heaven. But on the cross, Christ provided a justness for me. He provided a righteousness for me that I didn't have. And I am acceptable tonight by God, not because I've been good or because I've read the Bible or because I've preached to crowds of people. I'm acceptable because of Christ. I'm accepted into the beloved because of him. And that's your privilege at this moment. You can appropriate what Christ did on the cross to you right now, and you can leave here weighing enough to get to heaven, weighing enough to have your sins forgiven, weighing enough to live a new life. Thou art weighed in the balances of God and found wanting. Are you found wanting?
2: Now, are you found wanting? And we all are. We all are. Uh, Rich, before we go on, and I want you to give the listener comment line, but I want the folks to hear. Here's another one by Carol Robertson, uh, When Jesus Heard My Prayer.
3: Here it is. I'll never be the same since Jesus heard my prayer. My whole life has changed since Jesus heard my prayer. There's love in my heart for people everywhere. And it happened when Jesus heard my prayer Darkness had to flee When Jesus heard my prayer My soul was set free When Jesus heard my prayer A new life began While on my knees there And it happened when Jesus heard my prayer Because of the blood He shed on the cross To heaven He's opened the way If you will believe with all of your heart Jesus will hear you today I never heard a sound when Jesus heard my prayer i felt angels all around when jesus heard my prayer he lifted sin's burden took away all my cares and it happened when jesus heard my prayer because of the blood he shed on the cross to heaven he's opened the way if you believe with all of your heart jesus will hear you today i'll never be the same since jesus heard my prayer my whole life has changed since jesus heard my prayer there's love in my heart for people everywhere and it happened when jesus Heard my prayer. Yes, it happened when Jesus heard my
2: prayer. You, you know, Rich. Before the end of the program, I want the people to hear one more listener comment because this gentleman, he heard the listener comment line, a broadcast over BOD Radio Network at various times, and he picked up the phone and he made the call. This is Ben. Uh, let's hear what he says.
4: This has and my mother and father are in their 80s, and they introduced me to BOT Radio several years ago. I, uh, we're farmers, and I drive a truck, and I listen to all your programs throughout the day and the night. Uh, I listen on the app. Dr. Dobson is, uh, is awesome. Uh, David Jeremiah, Chuck Swindoll. I mean, it's all good. I appreciate it. It's been a real blessing to me and my family. Keep up the great work.
1: Hmm.
2: You know, Rich, I love it because they say the preachers, the preachers and the teachers of God's Word, that's what they love. That's what people are hungry for. What is that phone
1: number? Uh, 1-800-345-2621. That's the listener comment line. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-345-2621.
2: All right, now listen, here's a quick one from Florida, for goodness sake. This man listens to us uh, from some sort of an electronic gadget clear down in Florida. Let's hear it.
0: My name is Roger, and I live in Tallahassee,
2: Florida, so I have to listen through the Internet. And I'm glad to get reconnected to Bot Radio Network, and one of my favorite programs is Encounter Magazine, Monday through Friday. But thank you, and God bless. Yeah. Okay, Uh, Rich, uh, I think we're out of time now. Uh, Give that phone number one more
1: time. 1-800-345-2621. That's
2: it. All right, this is Dick Bot with my son, Rich. Um, with this chapter, The Complete Story, as a public service for you folks. And I'll see you later.